Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, I'm Yasser, and welcome to the next in the series of Blinded Faith, having an open and honest conversation with people of different beliefs and faiths. I'm en route to London's highest viewing platform at The Shard. I'm going to be meeting an interesting man today called Dave Murphy. We live on a motionless, flat plane that is uh, um, essentially flat water with uh, continents that rise out, uh, out of the water, strung out around the North Pole in the center. And uh, around the perimeter is what we call Antarctica. Conspiracy theories are nothing new, but the rise in flat earthers seem to have caught people's imaginations online, with more communities sharing this belief. Dave is one of them. He's a former graphic designer, electronic engineer, and computer programmer, and now lives off-grid. He travels around the world giving talks and is famous at Flat Earth International Conferences. I'm intrigued to hear his views and what convinces him that he's right. It's a bit scary, I'm not going to lie, we're on the 72nd floor, but it is having fantastic 360 degree views for miles and miles around. Hello Dave. Hello, yes. How are you? I'm fabulous, thank you. It's good to see you in person because I've seen so many of your videos online. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've seen lots of your work, I've seen loads of your speeches as well. Uh, But for those that don't know, what exactly is your belief, Dave? Um, It's that we live on a motionless, flat plane that is uh, um, essentially flat water with uh, continents that rise out uh, out of the water, strung out around the North Pole in the centre. And uh, around the perimeter is what we call Antarctica. Yeah, but it's not a continent, it's literally the, uh, the rim. It's a 200-foot wall of ice, followed by 300 miles of ice desert, yeah. and then two-mile-high mountains. And beyond that, nobody really knows. What makes you say that, though? Why do you think that the North Pole is in the centre? Oh, uh, well, you know, compasses point that way. Uh, we, th- we think, um, obviously, there's something magnetic like a, well, some people say there's a, a mountain, magnetic mountain in, in the North Pole. I don't know, I've never been there. But yeah. um, I just, I, as far the model that I, I subscribe to, you know, it still has its problems. But, um, but literally there's, there's a magnetic source in the, in the centre. We call that the North Pole. Right, okay. Um, how did your belief start? I just happened to be watching a, a video that was about uh, physics experiments. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and... Um, Literally, this one uh, guy was talking about uh, the curvature of the Earth and uh, gave the calculation for the curvature of the Earth, which is eight inches per mile squared. Yeah. So um, 
he also mentioned that over five miles, there should be like 16 feet missing. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be able to see 16 feet, feet yeah. over five miles. And I thought, well, that seems a bit odd. That makes the earth a bit small. If 16 feet disappears in five miles, that means it's a lot smaller than I thought it was. Yeah. So um, I actually went out and started looking for things that I knew were a certain distance away to see if I could, you know, would be missing a certain amount of it. So I was down up at Plymouth Hoe okay. on the beach looking out at the Edderstone Lighthouse, which is eight miles away. So there should have been 42 feet um, missing from the, that lighthouse. Yet when I was out on the beach looking with my head right down to near the water, I could still see the whole of the lighthouse right down to the rocks where the water met the rocks. Right. So no curvature. And since then, I went out and got... Uh, uh, a very high-powered uh, zoom camera. The best one is a, a Nikon P9900. Yeah. Superseded by the P1000 now, but um, there's always an update, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it had a, it has a 83 time zoom, and you know you you can look at a boat going out to sea, which is apparently the very first flat Earth proof. See a boat go out to sea, and it'll appear as though it goes over the horizon. And yeah, to your eyes, it might seem like that. But then you get your zoom camera, zoom in, and there it is. It's right back. Yeah. It doesn't go anywhere. And at that level of zoom, you can watch it go out and do exactly the same thing, zoom in further, and it comes right back again. Mm. It will carry on doing that to the limit of the zoom. Okay. So no evidence of curvature right there. What about when we're flying in aeroplanes, though? It seems like you know, we're, go we're going around a globe. In what way? Uh, so if you are in an aeroplane and say if you're flying from here to, say, Australia, the other mm -hmm. end of the world, when you're flying over, does the aeroplane not sort of lower itself down going around the curve? Or? Never. Okay. You know, every time I go in a, um, a flight, and yeah. I fly a lot these days, um, I always take the opportunity to, to talk to the pilots. Yeah. And I ask them the same questions over and over again, and I get different answers every time. Right. But uh, no, they never, ever correct for that, uh, for that curvature. Right. Um, the only reason the plane stays straight and level and on straight and level flight yeah. is the air flowing over the wings and the, the weight of the plane, the lift the wings generate, yeah, and the angle of attack of the, uh, of the plane and the thrust as well. But yeah. So, in order for, for the, you know, the attitude to change, one of those things has to change. Yeah, it does. Okay. Yeah. So, they're flying straight and level over a curved surface. Okay, they're going to have to correct at uh, 650 miles an hour. They have to correct for 43 miles of curvature every hour. Yeah. And they don't. They don't dip the nose down at all to correct for that curvature. They don't, you know, change their power setting to, to correct for it. They yeah. don't change the, the, the orientation of the wings or anything right. to correct for it. So it doesn't happen. Yeah. So, so why are more pilots flat earthers? Well, that's, that's huge evidence right in front of you. You're at work every day and you're seeing evidence of it every day. There's a few, actually, pilots who have come out as flat earthers. I've, I've been contacted by one, and uh, she's right. amazing. Um, but in order to be a pilot, you have to assume the, the globe Earth. Yeah. Otherwise, you won't become a pilot. You'll get questions wrong on your exam and you won't become a pilot. Mm. Um, and if you are a pilot and you start talking about flat Earth, you won't be flying any longer. Right. And this is from the testimony of a woman from the Netherlands 
who's a pilot, who was a pilot, and she started saying in the cockpit, "There's something wrong here. I can't see a curvature. We don't do." And wow. she got she got grounded for it. That's kind of scared to come out, really. Yeah. Scared well, you know, if this is your if this is your living, yeah, it's you your know, livelihood at stake now. Yeah, exactly. That does make sense. Um, with sort of your friends, your peers, uh, and even your family as well, what is their take on your beliefs? Oh, my friends, uh, my original friends think I'm crazy. Obviously. Really? Um, my family, um, most of my family, have, um, because I've been doing this for a long time, they're kind of used to it now. So um, I'll tell them something, and yeah. even if they disagree with me, they'll go and check it for themselves and go, "Oh, okay, you're you're right again." You know. <laughs> but most of my most of my friends, they think I'm crazy. But I've got new friends. So. Why do you think they think you're crazy though? Because it seems what you're saying to me, you've got logic behind it. You've not just come up with a theory and thought this is my belief now. You've actually thought, you've said you've spoken to pilots, you've done your own experiments. Mm -hmm. Why would they think you're crazy? Because we are, we are indoctrinated into this idea from the moment we first go to school. Mm. In that age, before the age of seven, everything that um, you, you learn in that time from zero to seven you take in as absolute truth. Yeah. You haven't um, gained the uh, analytical skills yet to uh, filter stuff before you uh, take it in. Right, one plus one is two. It's, yes. It's what you, you wouldn't question that. Yeah. Exactly, and so one of the things that first things they show you is the globe, and you say, yeah, you live here. And you go, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> right? And you never revisit it because now that's your fundamental reality. Yeah, you live on a ball, fundamental reality. Yeah. So when somebody else questions it, the first thing you do is go, oh, you're crazy. Don't you know that's your fundamental reality, you know? So unless they take the time to go, you know what, I'm going to question this. Let me see if it stands up to, to you know, analysis. Mm. And they usually tend to become flat earthers. Have you ever had any doubts yourself? And if you have, what were those doubts? Oh, initially, I spent, I spent six months. Yeah. In intensive research and I was doubting it all the time you know I kept doubting myself um, even my very first video which was called the biggest lie of all yeah um, I, even at the end of that video I, I was saying I'm not I, I'm not sure that the earth is flat yeah you know I, I'm absolutely positive though that we don't live on a spinning ball so even at, you know after that six months I, I was still hesitant to say we live on a flat earth right but we live on a flat earth. <laughs> so the more you research it, the more you're... The, the more you research it, the, the less you can believe in the, the lies that they've been telling us. Yeah. Um, why do you think there's such a huge flat earth community now? Because if you go online, there's so many, there's like groups, there's parties happening. You may not get along with each other, but that's beside the point. But the, the, the belief is spreading quite rapidly right now. More than you can imagine. When I first started looking at this, which was in the uh, summer of uh, 2014. Right. There were about 40 videos about Flat Earth. 40, right. yeah? Um, that time, you know, the same time the next year, 2015, there were six million wow. Flat Earth videos. And you can go on um, Google, uh, uh, Google search trends yeah. and type in Flat Earth and see how, you know, there was no, absolutely no interest in Flat Earth. And all of a sudden you get that, that exponential curve upwards yeah yeah um around about 2015 yeah where millions of uh, requests for about flat earth yeah and that's with social media taking off i guess you think that spread the word um i think the internet in general yeah. um spreads the word you know the ability for for us to share information 
you know, has, has allowed this to prosper, in, you know, better than it did 100 years ago. Yeah. Which there, there was a, a flat earth um, movement 100 years ago. But obviously, you know, it wasn't, it, it couldn't be shared around as, as uh, readily. Yeah, yeah. So. Okay. Um, I saw a documentary on Netflix. Um, did you, did, have you seen the Netflix documentary? I haven't Earth actually seen it. Okay. Um, I've, I've, I've seen bits of it. Um, right. Could I get your opinions on that? Would you, would you think, is it a true representation of Flat Earthers? It's a hatchet job. Okay. Um, the media is, the media basically can sell, or, or let's step back a second. People can sell a hatchet job story about Flat Earth much easier than they could sell a, a, a positive spin on the Flat Earth because the, the, the system cannot stand the revelation of the Flat Earth. Mm. And even if every man, woman and child on Earth knew that this was a Flat Earth, yeah, the system would still be pushing the globe. Okay. Because you know, if, if it came out that the Earth is flat, then the first question is, Where's all this money going to? Mm. We're spending, you know, $52 million a day in NASA. And that's NASA alone. There's all these space agencies everywhere yeah. spending, you know, similar amounts of money. So where is all that money going to? If they're just giving us photographs and, and videos. Yeah? yeah. Then all of a sudden, when that question gets asked, all the other things kind of, you know, it, it's like a domino effect. Everything yeah. else crumbles. And essentially, the whole system will crumble yeah. because of it. See, see, what you're saying to me, it makes sense. I'm not going to lie. And you, you are very convincing in what you're saying. And it seems like, you know, you're, you're an intelligent man and you know what you're talking about. Um, it just shows with your qualifications as well and, and sort of what career paths you've taken. But what gets me is, why? Why, why would you tell everyone it's, it's a globe when it's flat? What is the point? What is the logical point? And who did it? Like, who did it back in the day? Who right. came up with it and why <clears> would they? That, that's a whole interview in itself. Yeah, yeah but uh, <laughs> it is, yeah. But there is there is an elite bloodline here. Okay. And uh, the only way they could take power is is by minimising all of us. Yeah. Now, the flat Earth absolutely screams that this is a created place. Yeah. So then there must be a creator, and if there's a creator, then we are the chief of his creations. Mm. That means we are one step below the creator. Nobody, no, no man can, can come to you if you know you're one step below the creator. No man can come to you and say, you do as I say. You're like, well, who are you? You're just, you're just one step below the creator like I am. So yeah, we're, we're on the same level. Yeah, we're on the same level. We, but if you remove the creator, if you remove any purpose for your life, then so-called powerful people, powerful because they've gained power in this world, mm. yeah, can now put themselves above you and say, you do as I say. Mm. Yeah, so, so that's what they've done. The same people who are behind the flat earth, the Big Bang Theory, the theory of evolution, yeah, they're the ones that are in power right now. Mm. And they're only there because they've, they've um, relegated us to a tiny microbe crawling around on a speck of dust that's flowing, you know, hurtling through a massive, uncaring, uncontrolled universe. And we all came about by accident. Yeah. If you believe that, then you can be controlled. But what's the point of controlling everyone? <laughs> Sounds like a lot of hard work. Yes. Well, Let's just get on with what we're doing. <laughs> well, this small group of people want to not only want to dominate us, they want to remove 90% of us. That's their wow. stated aim. 
depopulation. I keep saying it throughout the media. There's too many of us here. There's too many. There's not too many of us here. It really isn't. This world isn't overpopulated. But surely, I, I get what you're saying. But surely, somewhere like China, where you know they have rules amongst how, how many children you can have, surely that's a better route to control the population than creating this huge lie of. Have you seen what's happened to China now? For years of this uh, one one child per per family yeah. rule, and their cultural preference for having girl, uh, boys rather than girls has left them. Um, well, they're in serious trouble. Mm. Um, there's a now now that the children of that policy are now becoming you know adults yeah well now they're finding there's no women there for them anymore yeah. there's there's literally millions of chinese men who will never have a wife you look at a country like this yeah yeah yes you look around you you know from here in the shard you can see what looks like millions and millions of people are down there yeah but then you you go a, a few miles in any direction nothing Nothing, 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 and then you might see a, yeah. another pocket of, uh, a, you know, a few hundred thousand, and then nothing. Yeah, the place isn't overpopulated. It's not as many people as you think are um, that are around here. Um, and then when you realise that um, most of the Western countries have been running below re a replacement rate for generations, I think this country is at 1.6. When right. in order to keep the population stable, you need 2.1 children. Yeah, yeah, per family. Per household. Yeah. Um, just going back onto the sort of the flat earth theory. Mm -hmm. So if you're saying it's flat, what's underneath it? <laughs> there are, I don't want to sound like a primary school question, but is this the questions I've had? It's well, first of all, um, nobody would know because um, the furthest anybody's drilled into the earth is eight miles. Mm. So beyond eight miles, nobody knows what it is. So this idea that there's the mantle and the core and all this, they don't know. They're just making it up. Yeah, they just think that's what's under there. Yeah. Now, personally, um, I think where we live is a bubble of 3D space and time. Yeah, here is where you know there's 3D space to move around in, and there's time passing. Beyond here, well, you can't even say beyond here because that idea in your head beyond means 3D time and space. Mm. But if there's no 3D time and space outside of here. Can you, can you see what I'm so saying? That concept, yeah, You're in a bubble concept, of this, where, yeah. where this reality can be, okay. but there's no beyond it. There's, yeah. there's only a different kind of dimension. Yeah. And, um, and that's where the Most High lives, and we live in this 3D space and yeah. time. When you say the Most High, are you, are you referring to God, or are you referring to people that are trying to control us? I am referring not to the word G-O-D, but uh, the... the um, most, being, high, most high creator of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. Okay. And that's, uh, that was my research after the flat earth. And would you say that that force is a, is, a, is a positive force? Absolutely. Then why does that counteract the negativity on this earth? Why does it counteract? Doesn't it? Because Doesn't if you're it? saying if you know, we're being controlled and, and you know, it's a flat earth and, and like you're saying before we've been fed so many lies, then why doesn't the positivity from, from the all, you know, almighty and fix it then because we have we have free will yeah yeah um if you read the old testament it basically says that you know the israelites who are supposed to be the the priesthood of the most high on yeah. earth um they they are supposed to be you know holy basically they're supposed to be beyond reproach but they kept following after the gods of other nations so the Most High said, you know what, if you want to do that, if you want to go follow, off you go, I'm going to turn my back. And you see how, that get, how far that gets you. 
and how far has it got us we're in a you know the places the the earth is being destroyed you know yeah. the plant life's dying the animals are dying you know the water's poisoned the air's poisoned you know so we're at this point now where we're about to be be begging the most high to put things back at the way they were yeah just sort of slightly moving on with with space travel it seems like it's becoming more common it won't be yet maybe in 100 years from now it might be something you could do for a funny holiday. how they keep pushing that date back you know <laughs> It's always going to be 20 years. Another 20 years will be out there, yeah. Sorry, Do you Karen. think it will ever be possible to have... There's no space. Yeah? It's never possible. There's no space. You cannot leave this system. No... Have you ever watched um, a, a rocket launch or a space shuttle launch? Yeah, yeah. Notice how they always curve out of sight. Yeah. <laughs> they don't go straight up. And yes, I know that they, they say in order to get into orbit, you have to do that. But, but they go... Um, horizontal low 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 down in the atmosphere yeah. yeah and they literally just go out of sight into the sea yeah and we're supposed to believe that they're now in space but they never when you see the space shuttle for instance they get they go horizontal and they never go any higher than that they literally just just stay horizontal until they go out of sight but where do they go they dish into the sea and the proof that nobody's ever aboard the space shuttle is uh, the, the Space Shuttle Challenger disaster, 1986, mm. yeah? Seven astronauts apparently died on there, okay? Well, guess what? We found that six of them are still alive. Three of them are still using their original names. How and do they, you know this? Because did, did a little research. You can, go on, you can go on Facebook and look up one of them. Um, uh, it's going to cut, the name's gone, but yeah, I'll it's going to come back. But you can, go, you can go on Facebook and yeah. search for this guy. Um, and uh, the name's on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> I think what's else I'll come back to it. Yeah, so um, you, can, you can go and find him. And yeah. he, he's, um, he's the, uh, the CEO of a, a company called Cows in Trees. And, and that logo, the logo for that company, is, looks like the Challenger blowing up. Right. <laughs> it's, it's just, they're joking with us. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. So why why doesn't he come up with the truth until everyone actually we we'd crashed it in the sea it didn't actually happen have you have you ever seen any sort of uh, thrillers with um, when they talk about the american government and they, how they're they're quite they happy like to it. kill people yeah yeah if you don't do as they tell you you know it's it's the same thing if you want if you want to try and um, release information that the government wants yeah. to keep hidden right you've got a then, problem then how come you're not scared i don't care you know, um, I, we were just talking about this, about yeah. uh, facing death. And yeah, literally just before, yeah. So, uh, you know, I've, I've faced death um, a few times. And you know what? It, the only thing I fear in this life is standing in front of the Most High and making an account of my life. Mm-hmm. I don't fear anything in this life. Yeah. You've, so, you have experienced a lot. You were there when 9-11 happened. Mm-hmm. You've experienced a lot. Do you think that changed everything for you? It did, but not immediately. Okay. Because I, I watched it like everybody else. And, uh, you what know. What did you see? Where was you at the time? I was literally across the river, directly across the river from it. Right. Uh, in a place called Hoboken. Yeah. Um, a month before, I literally turned down a job in Lehman Brothers on the 40th floor. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I've, again, I feel like I've been guided sometimes. That's, yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I watched it like everyone else. Um, but what went through your mind at that moment? Well, I was thinking, it looks like a film. It looks like, it looks like I'm, I'm watching a film here, you know, on extremely wide screen, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I was back at work the next day and, uh, you know, it was like, yeah. It must have been playing on your mind. That's, it's, it's, not it's not really. It was really? like, you know, I, it was, it's, it's happened and uh, nothing, nothing, um, I didn't really think anything else of it until four years later. Okay. When I was helping my daughter do a physics homework. Right. And she had a problem. She was like crying. She was like, I can't do it. It was like a, a marble's on the tabletop. The tabletop's a meter high. How long does it take the marble to hit the floor? Yeah. So we were doing a few problems. And uh, she said, I've got it, Dad. I've got it. I said, ah, one more problem for you. Just, just make sure you've got this. Let's say it's a bowling ball. And it's on top of the World Trade Center. Right. Work it out. So we worked it out. The, ball, the bowling ball would have taken 10 seconds to hit the floor. And it was like, bing. I went back and looked at the videos and the whole building took 10 seconds to come down. It, it literally fell through the path of most resistance itself, yet at the same speed as a bowling ball float, uh, falling through the air. Impossible. So right then I had this contrary view to the official view and I thought I was the only one in the world who thought there was something fishy about 9-11 until I looked on the internet and found a whole community of people and then that launched me in the mm. rabbit hole looking okay, at it. Oh. It, seems, it seems that 9-11 was, was a, such an important point in a lot of conspiracies being born. Um, it was after 9-11 that I started learning about conspiracies and what it meant and what was going on. And you obviously, you, you say uh, the flat earth theory, but there's so many other people coming up with loads of different theories as well. Do you think it was because of such a huge shock of an event that changed everyone's perception that sort of woke everyone up? Um, I, I, think, I think actually that um, I've got a weird theory about this. I don't I know. I want to hear him. I want to hear him. <laughs> I personally think that we all had a view of the future. Yeah. 
we all had this view that we'd be in this utopian cities with flying cars and um, no you know, no work, yeah. leisure time. We could um, sort of learn and grow and, and the all dream. this up. The dream, yeah. We all had that. We had this collective view. And I think that's where we were heading. Yeah, we were manifesting that. We were, because that was on our mind, just like um, a, a little boy who wants to become a scientist watching Star Trek, you know, ends up making some of the Star Trek technology real. Mm. Yeah, we were heading towards manifesting this. And then this event was inserted into our timeline uh, by, I believe, this now sounds very conspiracy theory like, people who have um, managed to figure out time. 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 Time travel, um, meddling in time, messing around with uh, events. And I think that event was inserted into our timeline to, to, sh to skew us away from that view of the future we were, we're all heading towards. Mm. Because, you know, I could taste it. I, could, I remember, you know, looking at 2000, the year 2000, thinking, that is going to be great, you know. <laughs> It's all going to happen. Year 2000, that's what, you know, and, and no. Did it happen? Did anything happen on the year 2000? Nothing. It, we just had more of the same. What do you hope for the future of Flat Earth Belief? Do you, do you hope it becomes mainstream? It's never going to become mainstream. Um, I, my hope doesn't have to, I don't have to have hope about it because it's already happening. Yeah. You know, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people are suddenly waking up to this and going, hang on. This isn't what I think it is, you know. This, you know, how how can this be? How I'm looking at the moon. How can those clouds near the moon be lit up and not those mm. ones over there? You know, it's like all of a sudden, lots of people are now starting to use their minds and ask questions, and that's the best anyone, any of us can hope for. Yeah, uh, we are on the 72nd floor of the Shard. It is extremely, extremely high. In fact, if you just look over the, to our left, David, you can see aeroplanes. It feels like they're, they're literally almost level to us mm -hmm. at the moment. Uh, the views are amazing, and I'm not going to lie, the Earth does look flat. There's no curve at yep. all. It's 360 views. And you can, you can go, to the, uh, go to the beach. Yeah, Very simple little experiment you can do. Yeah. Go to the beach, and if you see a, a sign, yeah, a big sign on the beach yeah, with a, a flat level edge on the bottom, well, get, get, position your eyes so that that bottom of that uh, sign matches the, uh, the horizon and you'll see how flat it, flat it is. You know, you can, you literally fool yourself into believing it's a curve because that's what you've been told and you'll yeah. see it, yeah? But if you actually say, even if you take a picture of that horizon, take it home, put it in Photoshop, draw a line, you'll see it's absolutely flat, yeah? So some of the people could try it at home. Yeah, and there's, there's plenty, plenty of others. I mean, what, what other stuff can people try at home? Uh, one thing is you can just look at the moon on a, on, you know, on a full moon, yeah? You know, look at the clouds. You'll mm. notice the clouds around the moon are lit up brightly, but the ones further away aren't. Mm. So if the moon is 238,000 miles away, yeah, and it's lighting up the Earth enough to see by, why aren't all the clouds lit up? Mm. Doesn't make sense. Or, or another more... But it's also if I put on a lamp on my computer desk, for example, and I've faced the lamp sort of on the desk, it's going to be very bright where it's initially hitting, but sort of spreading out on the desk, it's not mm -hmm. as light. It's the same concept for the clouds, right? No, because take that light, make it much brighter, and put it um, a, a thousand miles away. Yeah, then it's a so lot So it bigger. lights up the whole table. Yeah. Well, is it going to light up those, those things right underneath it? No, it's going to light up the whole thing. The whole room, it? yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's is there the any difference. other piece, uh, Is there any other things people can try at home as well? 
Um, well, it's, it's more observations than anything else. I yeah. mean, if you look on a... Um, a day with broken cloud. I think you can see... A, no, you can't really see much there. But yeah, it's typical British weather today. A day with broken cloud, yeah. You'll see that the, the rays from the sun come down at angles. Yeah. Well, if the, if the sun is 93 million miles away, every beam of light that, that arrives here will come down parallel. Right? So, so you wouldn't see the, the angles. You would see light coming straight down. Yeah? You have a point, yeah. You don't see it. Yeah. So literally you can follow those light rays up and you can figure out exactly how high that, that sun is. Right. Um, there's been lots of experiments to prove Flat Earth is wrong. Um, there's None. been None. You know, there's, there's been a few where um, I've researched online where um, they found out that the Earth is rotating at 15 degrees. Oh right, you're talking about the ring laser gyroscope. That's what I'm talking thing. about. Right, this is this is, this is the uh, behind the curve thing? Yeah. That you're, right, well, first of all, a ring laser gyroscope is not a gyroscope, okay? A gyroscope has a, a, a couple of peculiar properties. One of them is called rigidity in space, which means once it's spin up, spun up, it wants to stay in its orientation no matter what you do with it. Doesn't matter about gravity, doesn't matter about where the Earth is. You know, if you spin it up at 45 degrees, it will stay at 45 degrees no matter what you do. Yeah. If you try and move it, it will resist you. Yeah, and if you push if you push it in one direction, okay, the second peculiar property comes in yeah. that it will actually move ninety degrees away. So right. if you push it this way, the the gyroscope will move in ninety degrees away from that 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 motion. Right. Okay. Yeah, but the most important is is rigidity in space. Okay, so um, a gyroscope in an artificial horizon. When a plane goes supposedly over the curve of the Earth, the artificial horizon should roll backwards mm. because that, that, that gyroscope in, in the middle of it is, wants to stay upright. Yeah. And the plane is moving around it. But it doesn't. It stays absolutely still. Now, they're trying to, by using the word gyroscope in ring laser gyroscope, they're trying to say that it's using the same properties. It's not. Okay. It's literally firing a laser around a circuit, splitting that laser, firing it around a circuit, and then measuring um, whether the, that light ray, those light rays are in phase. Right. right? It's, it's called a Sa Sanyak device. Okay. It doesn't use any gyroscopic principles whatsoever. Right. So the only way that the effect of motion is detected is electronics yeah. inside the box. Yeah. So it doesn't really prove anything because okay. you don't know how that electronics is getting that result. Yeah. It's like a back, black box and says, oh, the black box says it's, it's moving. Well, how, how, what, what's the black box? What's it doing? How do yeah. I know? Yeah. So there's no, nothing we can test. Okay. There's nothing we can verify. So it's literally somebody saying, no, oh, that proves it. Oh, okay. <laughs> You know? So it's, okay, that makes sense. No, like I'm saying, you, you are very convincing in what you say. And I feel like this has been a fascinating chat. I've, 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 I've learned so much from you, from all of this. Um, so you're saying in the future, do you think there is ever going to be a time when everyone does believe the earth is flat and we undo all of this controlling sort of, not controlling, but we undo all of this mess that's been created? I think the control is falling apart yeah. as we speak now. You know, it's, it's falling apart, you know, they're having trouble. I mean, the whole Brexit thing is, is evidence that the system is falling apart. Yeah. Because they don't want us to leave the European Union. They've tried so hard to get us in there. 
there's no way they want us to leave. Yeah. So the fact that, you know, um, most of the British population said, you know, we want to get out of here, mm-hmm. yeah, is it's like, oh no, it's not working, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's evidence that they're, they're, the so world is crumbling. So once it falls, and do you think there'll be a time it does fall? Yep. What do you think is there going to be the new sort of, is there going to be a new government? Is there going to be new sort of people that take over? Are they going to do the same thing? Is it just going to repeat itself? Or I would say... Are we going to have better days? Is I would say, <laughs> look at the Old Testament. Yeah. Because it's all written there. Um, and that's the biggest shock of, of, you know, of my 15 years of truth-seeking. But the answers are right there. And it tells you that this system is going to fall and something, something newer and better. Not all this spiritual airy-fairy stuff of the New Testament, but something, you know, is going to replace this. David, thank you so much. And you're this welcome. It's been absolutely brilliant. That's Dave Murphy. Such a pleasure to meet him and hear why he believes the Earth is flat. Now, from the top of the shard, the Earth, I'm going to be honest, it definitely did look flat. He does make a compelling argument, but I'm yet to be convinced. What do you think, though? Has he convinced you? even enough to go out and try some of the experiments? I'd love to hear from you. Please leave your comments. And that's it for our series of Blinded Faith. I hope you've enjoyed listening to my guests as much as I have. And until next time, goodbye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.